Welcome to another spooky episode of the Roasting Toes podcast. As always, I'm one piece of the three-piece suit that is our team of hosts, Jordan. And with me, as always, are my wonderful co-hosts, John and Ryan. Thank you guys for being here. John, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Good. Ryan, how about you? I'm doing good. Good. Well, this movie, it's not a movie, because <laughs> um, I refuse to call it a movie, but this movie wasn't good. Um, and so... I mean, Halloween got a lot scarier because this thing that we watched um, is horrifying. Nightmares. Honestly, it is nightmare-inducing <laughs> material. Um, but for all of those at home, I do and don't hope you watch this because this is just... I don't, I don't even know. Like I'm kind of speechless when it comes <laughs> to this thing. But we watched the thing because I refuse to call it a movie on principle because it's not a movie. We watched the thing... Birdemic, the 2010 apparently romantic thriller, as written on IMDb, it's a romantic <laughs> thriller, um, described by the director. Mm. Um, but yeah, so here's some great information about this movie. So this thing was directed by James Nguyen. I don't know if you managed to pick that from the opening credits where it mentions his name like eight times yeah. for directing did it? this movie. Yeah. It did. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Yeah, like eight separate times throughout the opening credits it mentioned that he directed this. So <laughs> I think he really wanted people to know what he did. I don't know why. I don't know why he wants his name attached to this. No. Um, I guess he's probably actually made a lot of from this, which I actually, did you pull up the gross? I could not find ah. the gross. All I could find was the budget, which was okay. shocking. <laughs> but um, so this stars Alan Ba, Bag or Ba? I didn't know. I, was <laughs> I don't know. We said Rod, no last name, no. just Rod, and Whitney Moore as not Natalie but Nathalie. Which oh, did I they say that the whole I time? I guess they said that the whole time. I swear it was Natalie. I was so lost in everything else going on. There was literally so much else to pay attention to. Um, but it's, I guess it's Nathalie. And that's really the cast. Because um, there's other people, but not they're not really, really in no. They're not really there. The kids. Those poor children. Those poor children. That's like child slavery to an extent. <laughs> um, so... The the movie we're doing next has nine percent. This movie has double that. I know. I don't know. How. This movie has eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I guess everyone who reviewed this was drunk when they watched it, <laughs> or maybe they had a stroke and they just didn't remember it well. Because I don't, I don't know how this could get eighteen percent. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I was shocked that I got that high. I'm lost. I'm really concerned for those. Maybe reviewers. it just got that high, kind of like Velocipaster. Like it was bad, and mm -hmm. so we accepted it in its badness. But even, even still, still, like because yeah. the worst movies. Yeah, because <laughs> this is um, as I told you before, this is number five on IMDb's worst movies ever, and it belongs right there. I don't know. I mean, it could be four. I haven't seen the. I've seen one of the others. It's Super Babies. Um, that's <laughs> the number. One, it's the number one worst movie. Um, did you guys ever see? No. Something? It's from our childhood. No. It's from around. It's not like I. It's not like I watched it yesterday. <laughs> it's like from the mid two thousands. Never heard of it. Is that like the Genius Babies movie? Yeah. I I watched that movie. Girl Wasn't it? Yeah. It was great. That's it's, the worst movie ever. Yeah, the this, worst movie ever. No, this is the worst movie. Ever. Yeah, this is the worst movie ever. I was shocked. Super Babies beat Birdemic. I missed Shock that movie ever. somehow. I never. Angelina Jolie's dad is in it. 
And I think Whoopi Goldberg has some cameos, so <laughs> I think that attests to quality. <laughs> um, but anyways, because uh, there's so much more to cover, and just additional information alone. Um, so do you guys want to guess the budget of this movie? We looked it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not a guess. Yeah. It, it was 10K. <laughs> it was 10K, and to me, I was shocked. And I don't know, they, don't know what it went to. Yeah, probably, I was like... Probably the Mustang. My guess was all mm. the gas it took to drive around for every Yes, because they drive everywhere. everywhere. Well, and he filled up for what, like 487 at the start yeah. of the movie, a gallon? Yeah. So, and then it was like a hundred dollars a gallon yeah. later so on. I'm in the guessing movie. it just went to the gas budget. Yeah. <laughs> but um so I I guess the actors worked for practically nothing. I would imagine so. Um so because I thought this was gonna be it looked like more of like a college project or something. Which Velocipastor kind of was. Veloc yeah. yeah. And was still somehow better than this. Mm -hmm. Even even though this guy chose to make this movie and chose to make it this bad. I just Words cannot say. No. Um, but again, we continue. So, a $10,000 budget, which I thought was an exaggeration. Um, a freelancer... Oh, okay, so this is just right, free information. There is going to be a segment of fact or fiction later, but yes. okay. So, a freelancer was hired to do the visual effects, <laughs> and when he or she finished, the director was like, okay, I'm going to send you the check, so send me the disc. The freelancer sent the disc, the director sent the check. When the freelancer got the check, it bounced. And the director still kept the visual edits and never responded back to the freelancer, never actually oh compensated gosh. him or her. <laughs> um, so I think that right there really sums up, that, sums yeah. up what's yeah. gonna happen in this movie. Because even even for freelance, like, I guess this freelancer just got out of college for the visual effects. It looks like they just downloaded Photoshop or yeah. something like that day. <laughs> I think maybe that's what happened because this freelancer honestly didn't really deserve any money. I no, mean, I, yeah. I don't really think it should have, he or she should have gotten paid. Um, and then also just, like I said, this is apparently a romantic thriller and all the other works James Nguyen has done are also all romantic thrillers. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first part of the movie is a romance movie and then it's just I guess horror. Well, the first like forty minutes of the movie is just, just people driving. living their lives. Yeah. Well, and so we pulled up the like Google uh, plot summary of it, mm -hmm. and it was like Rod and Nathalie <laughs> go on a romantic trip to some town mm -hmm. when birds start attacking. Yeah. And How did that happen? One, that's There's, yeah. They didn't go on a romantic getaway. Two, they were barely in a relationship. Yeah, they'd gone on like two dates. Yeah, and three... They were in love. Apparently. apparently. I mean, they did make whoopee. Did. Yeah, and um, had kids. In a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't have they kids. Found but they, them. they found kids. <laughs> um, but on that note, John, would you like to summarize the gist of this movie? Um, because that, whatever that Google Plus review was, it wasn't accurate. Uh, dude cares a lot about the environment so has a job where he tries to save the environment and the movie's just him talking about how the environment needs saved subplots but that birds is, attack that's not what i got at all that's, that's what not I got. what i got at all there was either. there was so much environmental there was undertones. a lot of environmental undertones Th that's not really the plot. okay so <laughs> dude is successful meets chick who's unsuccessful they fall in love uh, she is successful. She's a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah, apparently she's a Victoria's <laughs> Secret model. 
Um, Don't let the one hour photo fool you, John. (laughs) Uh, They fall in love, birds attack, nothing makes sense after that. (laughs) That is the perfect song of this movie. Okay, so but let's... there were you gotta at least say there were a lot of environmental subtones There's, through the uh, it's whole a thing. Huge tone throughout Maybe the movie. Maybe it's a social commentary. That's there what were it... the bad actors pretending Oh, well, there's also the give peace thing that was oh Yoko yeah. Ono yeah um what she did with John Lennon, but we're gonna get to that too because that was all over the place in the movie. <laughs> it was all bad. Um, so. This movie starts off with like three, I timed it, three minutes of driving around. how long it was? It felt like 20. So this guy, who we don't even know, Mm -hmm. is just driving around some part of California. I think San Jose or San Francisco, because he says it to Nathalie later. Does he even like end up anywhere? No. I think he's driving home. It looked no, like he was driving in a circle. It did. <laughs> because he's driving, or he's going downhill somewhere, but it just looks like he's going in a circle. Yeah. While we have these, like, iMovie-styled credits. It's just yeah, popping up on the playing screen. Playing on the screen with James Nguyen showing up as <laughs> one of the main credits at least eight times. He, he was proud of himself. And we have, like, Toy Story-themed music playing. The music was something. Because there's so much music in this entire movie, um, but when there's not music, it feels weird. Yes. It's, like, really uncomfortable. But I should have had more music. Yeah, there should have been. <laughs> um, the music, I'm going to say, all by GarageBand. Um, yeah. I think all most of, of this movie was done with Apple-free products. Yes. <laughs> I don't think none I'm, of the budget went towards no. any kind of software <laughs> for I making the movie GarageBand the whole way. Yes. <laughs> And so this video quality is also terrible because everything's grainy and it looks like it's shot on a phone. So we bought the standard defini- definition one, mm-hmm. but I don't think it made that big of a difference. I was wondering what it would have been like with HD. <laughs> I, I, I was like, this just adds to the yeah. effect of the movie. <laughs> and part of like the open, and this is me getting just really nitpicky, part of the opening sequence is. It's going down, he's going down a hill, and then the camera is tilted sideways, but the credits are still going straight on horizontally. So it looks insane, because nothing is centered. There were a lot of shots where the camera was just, like, 25 degrees to the side. and you could tell it's just off. Yeah. Like, someone is just using their shaking hand (laughs) to videotape what is happening right now. And so... Three and, a half, three and a half minutes is dedicated to this weirdo music with the driving, and then we see Ron go into this restaurant, and he's greeted by the world's most oh, yes. wooden waitress yeah. ever, because she's staring direct at camera, and she's like, hello. <laughs> and then, then Rod, who also is pretty much the most, he's the, basically made of wood. A terrible actor. Because he's like, Hi. And then she's like, would you like a table? And then he's like, yeah. And meanwhile, she's just staring at him like straight on the whole time, bug eyed. Mm -hmm. And so then he grabs a seat and he's staring at Nathalie. Creepily staring at her. So creepy. While she's eating a steak, I think. Was it a steak? I think she's she's just cutting up some meat. And he's staring at her really creepily the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then she gets up to leave. Meanwhile, I guess they don't serve 
water on tap because he's drinking a water bottle that they yeah. served him. I don't know. And he watches as yeah, Natalie walks out. Creepily follows her out. And well, he does. I love his run. Like it's yeah. so dramatic. Yes. Run on the beach scene. Yes, because that was like he's not really running that fast no. to chase her. Well, yeah, because so she walks out and he eyes her up and then like pauses for a little bit and then he just busts out the front of the restaurant and slowly runs after and then he walks like yeah. he doesn't even run the whole way like he runs part of the way and then he stops to walk <laughs> and he stops her by her car and he says the worst dialogue I've yeah ever it's heard. i was wondering if we could keep in contact or he identifies himself he's like i think we went to high school together yeah. they apparently had the same english class or whatever and right before she's about to go he's like i was wondering if we could keep in contact <laughs> Because I would, like hold my keys between like my knuckles and like get ready to punch him because he is so creepy. He is, he but very creepy. Natalie is like bubbly. She's like, she's, of course, she's. And apparently, they both have business cards. That's yeah, just something obviously. people have all the time. Well, as a model, she obviously has to. Have oh, a true. Card. She needs to have a business card as a reputable. Model. And I guess he's a semi-successful businessman. Well, don't you know he made a one million dollar deal <laughs> and gave them a million dollar discount. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, I did the math. Oh my god. But we're getting to that because there's stuff to talk about with that scene. And so. They exchange business cards. Natalie is so excited to meet this guy. Yeah. And then Rod gets in his blue Mustang, which I wonder if Mustang contribute any money to this movie to have the, one of their cars shown so much. No. I almost wonder if they had to pay to show this car. Mustang sued them after. Yeah, Mustang he was like, how dare you? Ford was like, uh, no. You cannot use this in your film. And so... Then we also get like a Chevron moment because James goes to, to get gas, gas and we get like a really big pan onto like the sign with the prices. And, and we don't we don't even see him pumping gas. No. <laughs> like it's it goes to him when he's done, drives past Chevron again, and then he leaves. So essentially we have one minute of him pumping gas for no reason. And we should just establish that every scene in this movie took about three times as long as it should have. Yes. Because you had a minute introduction into the scene. Yes. A minute of the scene, and then a minute of them leaving the scene. Yes, or of them just waiting for cameras to cut. Yes. Because there's so much of that where, like, the dialogue is over, and then they just look at each yes. other. Yes. Or look at nothing because it's, like, an off-camera person talking. Oh, there was so much of that. It's just so Like, the atrocious. phone calls, the phone calls oh are the best. God. Oh, my gosh. Because I love the one where Natalie's, like, calling her agent, and her agent's like, okay, bye, and she's just... <laughs> <laughs> yes, she says bye. Like it takes her five minutes to say bye, because she and not. I don't want to jump ahead, but now that we're talking about it, she's like, "Thank you so much." Okay, bye. I so Thank appreciate you. you. Okay, bye. I'm so excited for this gig. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. And that's that's essentially any moment of dialogue is just eight times. Uh, they're taking like eight minutes to say something that should take two minutes. Yes. That's all of this movie in a nutshell. Well, I have a feeling like the final cut was, at first was like 20 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, let's just add in all the extra scenes. It's like everything we cut, put it put back, back in. in. <laughs> there are no cuts. There are no cuts for this movie. No scene is too bad. Exactly. <laughs> and so we go then um, to Rod at his workplace. We get, um, him, we get this dialogue of 
him talking on the phone. It's so it's, obvious he's not talking to anyone. It's the worst sales pitch I've ever heard. Because, and essentially what he's doing is he's just like, oh, is that a good deal? Waits one second. It is a good deal. Waits one second. What can I do to sell? Yeah. Waits one second. What can I do to sell? Waits one second. <laughs> you want a 50% discount? I Which... guess I can do that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, for a second, I was like, is he saying 15? But I was no. like, 50. He said 50. And we should establish, he later says he sold a million dollar deal. Yeah. Which means he gave a million dollar discount, which means he's the worst employee ever. Yes, I was going to say, like, he must, I would not be letting a middle level employee <laughs> give 50%, give away a million dollars on a sale. No. My favorite thing is that he's in this like tiny little gray cubicle. Yes. Like it looks like it's in like the back of like a college library or something. Dark and dreary. And he's like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> that is the exact noise sale. he makes. And that <laughs> woman is in the trailer. It's just, it, it sums up in the trailer what you should oh, expect from the movie. We should have watched the trailer. And then like 10, like one second after he has his woo, his coworker comes over and he's like, What's all the noise? <laughs> and he's like, I just made the biggest sale of my career. And then there's some kind of thing going on with like the company might sell. Mm -hmm. And if they do, they get a bunch of money because I guess a portion of their paycheck is stock. They took a cash out option in stock, which basically just means this was a startup and so they get x percent of the final company's worth mm -hmm. was what that was so yeah they they yeah because through the whole part he's like the company's gonna sell and i'm gonna be rich and then we're gonna do all this stuff and mm -hmm. i can't wait to talk about the scene where they sell the company yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I'm, I'm excited to wait but like i'm excited there are so many <laughs> scenes that i'm really excited to talk about in general because there's just so much that to one, dissect. i can't wait for the woods later on oh my god <laughs> I just heard a mountain lion. <laughs> but yes, we're going to get to all of this and more. Um, so right after this, we cut to Nathalie. And <laughs> a one-hour photo show. So um, you want to talk about this, Ryan? Sure. So she's apparently this very big lingerie model. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, oh, I've got a big shoot to go to. And then it like it's a one-hour photo. <laughs> Like, it's a place you go to pick up pictures yeah. and, like, take, like, terrible stock photos of your kids. Yeah. And so, and, like, she's, like, wearing all these, like, oriental clothes. Like, kimono. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, bad culture appropriation. Yeah. Movie. Oh, my gosh. And then, and so then she walks out and she gets a phone call from her agent. And that's when she finds out she is now a Victoria's Secret model. Mm -hmm. I just love when she walks out and we see the front of the store and it said, like, Photos, passports, passports. <laughs> modeling, <laughs> your startup model career is here. And so then she gets her phone call, has talks to her for like 20 minutes on the phone. I loved the agent's office. Yes. <laughs> I don't because remember what it said. What did it say behind her? I thought it was just a bare wall. No, no, no. There was this sign and it just said like fashion agency <laughs> or something in like Comic Sans. And it was amazing. Well, this woman is just staring at the screen and she's like, guess what? You just got Victoria's yeah. Secret. Like this. Oh, my word. And, it, and then Nathalie thanks her as if like the agent makes it sound as if Nathalie got it on her own merit and the agent didn't do anything. Yeah, because I at first thought it was like a friend. 
or something mm-hmm. that was more just like helping out or something. But no, uh, this is the agent. Apparently, <laughs> she's a crappy agent. She's a terrible agent. <laughs> and so I think right after then, Natalie calls or gets a call from Rod because Rod, they're both in their car. Yeah, Rod left work and was had just started calling her, and then we watched the whole one hour photo shoot thing yes <laughs> and then it goes to so Roddy calls Nathalie in the car she knows his name despite the fact he never told her his name yeah, and yeah. she did, could not remember him from high school which is another reason I don't understand why she gave him her phone number exactly she's like I don't remember you total creep move yeah. mm-hmm. but he was like oh I sat like two seats behind you and she's like oh you did and he's like I did and she was like okay that's fine but yeah so he knows well I, I guess he would know her name because he looked at the business card to call her I don't know how she knows his name because can we on his business card no, like, I don't maybe, think he gave her one I think he did oh did he I guess maybe she did look at it because I was like I don't know how they're going to know okay. each other's name because yeah, they never introduced themselves yeah. and so they're on the phone and she tells him that she just got a great deal and you know what he says he thinks she's gonna look great in that lingerie yes which is such a creepy pervy thing to say to someone you barely even know yes and so then he asks her out on a date Mm -hmm. um because he knows this great vietnamese restaurant (laughs) so the (laughs) only place that would let them shoot there (laughs) and i bet they made a deal (laughs) that they're like you have to show our restaurant because Because there was a minute (laughs) so there's a so it so are we just gonna go to the restaurant so we get to the restaurant rod waits outside for a bit nathalie shows up they have a really awkward hug yeah and then we go inside and we get a minute pan across of this mural that's on one of the walls inside the Vietnamese restaurant and like nobody walks no one the is scene. there it's literally just look at this piece of art <laughs> cut to them again <laughs> it seems like one of the I bet this restaurant is one of those basic like oh jumbo buffet kind of deals it looks like it where it's like nothing spectacular yeah. which no shame Sometimes those are good. Sometimes they're good. <laughs> I'm going to guess, based off the quality of this thing this we watched, wasn't. that it wasn't. <laughs> okay, and so my biggest toast is we have not seen a bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Time. So we're, what, probably 20? This is t- at least 20 minutes in. Not, not a not, single bird yet. Not a no. single bird. There was one, like, newscast where she's like, birds are going a little crazy. I loved the newscast. The news lady <laughs> on par. It looks like they took, like, the, the green screen... Uh, from a normal newscast and then just photoshop this girl <laughs> into the bottom left hand corner because yeah. <laughs> she's like three times smaller than the screen yes <laughs> she's like minuscule compared to everything else going on she's around kinda her she's kind of like blurred in on this side yeah. <laughs> like it's the lowest grade local news station yes. you will ever see in your life but the best thing is like she talks about the birds for like three seconds and then she goes into this in-depth thing about polar bears yes yeah. and like and about their diet yes i'm just like are you a biologist or a news anchor um because i don't think you're both and so while they're talking about um their like careers and everything at the restaurant and he's like oh i went from being a software developer to a salesman which i'm like that's the biggest leap in career moves ever and down stuff well well yeah it's down but it's just like the the craziest switch of things to do well i think they sell software at his company, they said at one point. Oh. So, 
I guess that would fit them. But yeah, even still. And, no, even still, because the, and they end up getting bought out by Oracle, who's a software developer. Oh, they're a real thing. Yeah, Oracle Development. They make Java. Oh, I guess they got the rights to use their no, name. No, I imagine they did oh. not get the rights to use their name because <laughs> I figured everything was fictitious. No, Oracle Development is a real software company. Oh wow. Yeah. For the record, this is like the least important detail. Yes. No, yeah. <laughs> to, me, to me, I'm like, wow. Because everything else about this, whatever this is. It's so much to it do Yeah, I was disappointed and let down by everything. <laughs> and so while they're talking, um, Natalie is like, well, you know, my mom has always told me I need to be a real estate agent, which yeah. I'm like... <laughs> What? Like, <laughs> she was like, I, I love how through this whole conversation, she's like, yeah, my mom never believed in me. And then later on, we meet the mom. Her mom's and, so and, nice. Well, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I always believed in you. <laughs> she literally yes. says those words. I wrote that down because I was like, this apparently is very off-key for what we've been told <laughs> from she's Natalie. lying to us. Yeah, Natalie is deceitful. <laughs> or the mom uh, is deceitful. Or the mom is deceitful. Oh, sorry, way. that's way later on. Yes. And while this dinner scene is going on, I can almost guarantee, I would bet money, Rod is reading off of a cue card for his it eyes. It looks like it. Because his eyes are kind of like scanning, mm-hmm. and he's just so stone-faced as if he's reading directly from something. I'm like, there's no way he has his lines memorized. Mm-hmm. He's reading off of a cue card. The whole date, like, and he's just bragging about it. Yes. Like, I was so, like, just bored for her. But the most, like, monotone bragging ever because he wasn't energetic about what he was he's saying. not energetic in this entire movie <laughs> he was like yeah i've got this awesome job and it does these awesome things yeah. and, and my friends say my bs is really bs yeah. <laughs> because i switched careers it it's, was there is He's an actual rod. Like, he is a (laughs) wooden rod. They could have just stuck it in the chair and it would have been the same. And, um, little tidbit, apparently Rod's character is based off of the actual person, the director of this film. His character attributes are apparently based off of the director. This guy really liked himself. (laughs) So much. Um, He has nothing to be proud of. No. (laughs) Literally nothing to be proud of. I mean, we watched it. And so, it's 22 minutes in, I wrote down, when we finally see our first birds. It's these, (laughs) I don't even know, parrots? They look like parakeets or something. Yeah. And we're just like the only thing i can compare this to is like in middle school we learned how to code things so that, cool. that it, cool. it's like with like a, a not anything super special it'd be like oh to make it move to the right hit fb5 or something you would like make add widgets to it so that these things on the screen can do other things that's based off of what you type cool. in it's interesting <laughs> and i feel like that's what someone did for this they're basically just like when you hit FB, the bird will flap in place. <laughs> when you hit F5... It will flap in place, but move sideways slightly. Yes. <laughs> because literally, we see these birds that are the the fakest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I, I mean... I so wish people could see. I can't describe it. It's like... It looks like somebody took a GIF and just pasted it in this yes, video. Yes. And then, like took their computer mouse and just dragged it slowly across the screen while we were watching it. 
Because, like, they have, like, these big flaps, but they're moving <laughs> nowhere. They're literally just hovering in front of a tree. Which that type of bird can't do. Yes. And Rod points to Natalie. They, he's just like, hey, look. And they just, like, stare and smile at these birds. For at least like 45 seconds. Yes. No dialogue, just staring at the birds. It makes no There's so much, like, staring. There's so much just standing there. One of my favorite scenes is at one point, I think we missed it, is like when he's got Sel coming over to sell him solar panels. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, where are you going to put them? He's like, I'll show you. And <laughs> we not watched... even lying, it's like a two minute walk scene of them walking out of the house, into the driveway, looking at the house. Backing up far enough to where we can see the roof. And then pointing. <laughs> There. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want us to leave. They don't leave anything to the imagination. They're like, in case you think this might happen, it won't, and we're gonna prove it yeah. to you by showing you. And it. later you on, thought they would do cartwheels there. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. They just walk. And later on, like they're driving places and stuff, and they'll be like, "Oh, look at that thing over there." And we don't cut to over there. We get every second of the on the way over there, and then getting out of the car, closing the door. That is literally the most painful part about this thing is that there's nothing cut out of it we have to watch every uh, single transition yes. you can like this is a 90 minute a 90 minute move not 90 minute thing thing and <laughs> 20 it, minutes of actual footage <laughs> like you could like i just can't i i think we could make this in 90 we minutes. could make we could make whatever minutes. this was because there's maybe seven people like seven actors we could be all of them um because not all of them are ever in the same no. scene together a lot of the time the most people we ever see together is what six yeah because that's two, the, the other two and the kids yeah six the people kids, i never see the do you ever see the kids with the other two people? Like, no. were they not filmed on the same day together? Oh, no. There were, there were sometimes it felt like somebody just wasn't available that day. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, oh, I'm calling in sick. <clears throat> they are just like, okay, we'll work with that. Like, your character is sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and so from here they go to a dance club. <laughs> Which is the worst green screen work I've seen in my life because it's just like flashing. It's not oh, yeah. the bar. No, the, yeah, yeah the, I forgot it's, about the yeah, dance club. We get like, this is actually a very short scene of the. It's like five seconds of them in front of a green screen of just flashing lights. They couldn't afford to rent out the the bar. Apparently. They honestly couldn't. And so from then, which he, like, what a date they had. They did everything. They went all over. The they town. had dinner. And I first of all, I need to talk about travel because Rod met Nathalie there. They both have a car. Yeah. Later, it shows him driving his Mustang. And they dropping walk, her off. And he drops her off at his apartment. Where is her car? Gone. It's gone. Well, and yeah, you're right, because there's a lot of them walking places in the thing. And there's a lot of them driving on this date. So they must have walked somewhere, <laughs> walk back to the restaurant, get in the car, drive somewhere, walk, go back to car. He drives her to her place. She has no car anymore. No, she and, doesn't need it. He's a rich, big businessman. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. got that nice Mustang. Mm -hmm. And he asks if he can go inside, <laughs> uh, to which she says, no, she's not that kind of girl. Mm -hmm. Even though I think it's like the next give it, date. Give it two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm not that kind of girl until tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and then the best thing is she's like, I appreciate you not being for that stuff. And then they immediately go and do yeah. it. Because <laughs> she says, later when she meets her mom, she's like, oh, he's not like, he doesn't want anything from me. And I'm like, first date, he asked you to go inside with you. And then 
immediately later on, he was so down for it. Yeah, so he definitely wants something from you, <laughs> but okay. And so then, I, so then right after this, we finally meet Natalie's mom, mm. who might be the best actress, I think, maybe. She was trying the hardest. Yes. <laughs> she put emotion No, in. my favorite actor was the guy that owned the company that Rod worked for. Oh, that guy who shook his hand and announced that they were yes, selling Yes, he was definitely my favorite. <laughs> I honestly think they went to like their favorite professor in college and said, hey. It looked like a place? lecture hall. Yeah. It looked yeah. like they just set up a table oh, it totally in the front of a lecture it hall. It totally was. Because they had like a, pro- like a, a projector, projector screen, screen and, and everything. <laughs> so it's totally, it's, a, it's definitely a classroom. But Natalie's talking with her mom. She's like, oh, I got the Victoria's Secret photo shoot. And her mom is so excited. And then we get that weird line of like I've always supported yeah. you even though she just told us you never supported her and then she does also say she's like I just think a backup career as real estate could really help out one day yeah which Rod then also says something to the same extent later so this movie is just trying to tell us don't be a model have a backup plan yeah d- modeling is not gonna work <laughs> out even when you get Victoria's Secret modeling no. will not work out for real you estate. and so at this point in the movie like the scene is over and I just had to write down, there's three seconds of silence <laughs> that of Natalie and her mom staring at each other. That happens so much, and I love it. Like, so we kind of passed over, but when Rod called Natalie for their date, mm-hmm. the dialogue between them was great, because we'd cut to Rod's car, and he'd say a line, and he'd finish his line, and it'd be like a couple seconds. And then yeah. we'd cut to Natalie, and she'd say her line, and it'd be a couple seconds. Yeah. And it was just, like... I it was think a long conversation. It was a yes. long conversation. It was great. And then I also need to address at this point, because I, I think we talked about before I was recording, the audio in this movie Ugh. is abysmal because there will be silence and then people talking and then silence. And the mics will like cut in, which I've had that issue with mics before, so I know it's semi-hard to deal with. Yeah. But you would think they would have spent some of that $10,000 on good audio. Yes. Well, seeing as how zero, zero dollars went to visual effects, um, <laughs> actual zero dollars, we could have had the same bounce check go to whoever did audio for Ooh, this movie. I love that the visual effects actually cost zero dollars. Isn't it? Like, <laughs> it's fantastic. It says so much. It, it really, you can take a guess at how bad they are. It from that fact alone. volumes. <laughs> And so from here, we I think Natalie calls her friend May My Maya. I think it's Maya. It, it looks M-A-I, it's just my. Was it my? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought it was Maya. Okay, I guess it's not. Um, she and, was Asian. We had to just like establish oh, she was Asian. Totally. Yeah. Also, I couldn't help but notice that she's the one who's endorsing endorsing the like peace now thing. Yes, up on Yoko the wall. Ono. Yeah inspired and so I'm like oh they're putting what Yoko Ono did an Asian woman Mm. onto this Asian actress because apparently a white person can't want peace now but okay and so um and I would like to also point out we think this is the same hotel room oh it for sure is okay and I say I couldn't tell I wasn't sure if we decided for sure but it looks like they just rented a hotel room one day and did like half their filming in there it was probably the offices yeah they just moved in desks and they're like here move the bed out of that corner and put the desk (laughs) but um so Natalie calls her friend um she's not a nice person yeah she's not great it's I'm just gonna refer to her as fake Yoko so (laughs) 
fake Yoko is wearing a bikini, and uh, behind her is this poster, the only thing on the wall. Yeah. Uh, the PeaceNow.com. And uh, fake Yoko is wearing a bikini. Not it, underwear. It was a bikini. It was a bikini. It, yeah, it's not lingerie. No. It's a bikini. <laughs> and she's um she's on top she's of She's on guy. top of her friend who is Rod's co-worker. Yeah. And l- there's like I can't tell if it was music playing in the background there or just music playing oh, over the scene. But it's like kind of it's not even romantic music, it's no. just soft music. Yeah. And so she gets the phone, she's like, Hello, and Nathalie's like, Hey, it's me, what are you doing? And she's like, <laughs> Can't you tell? She's like, Can't you tell? <laughs> no. We can tell. No, all we hear is your voice. What are you doing? Yeah, and she's just like, Oh, I'm I don't even know the coworker's name. Is it Ramsey? It, Ram- it, or someone's in, in this Ramsey's the, the other dude oh, okay the other guy is his name Tony no we'll call him Tony we'll call him Tony, okay, we'll call him Tony. Um, so she's with Tony mm. and um, they're having whoopee time and so well then Natalie's like oh well, let's go on a double date and so they set up a double date they all go to see Al Gore's movie An Inconvenient Truth yeah. <laughs> a documentary about global warming more global warming subtones which will come back again a lot (laughs) so then when they (laughs) I love this so um (laughs) Tony is like we have to go to work (laughs) so yeah it's just after the movie and they're all leaving and Rod's like what do you mean go to work because they work together and he's like sensual (laughs) and they just walk away and everybody's kind of goes Oh. <laughs> and I, just smiles. I love that Rod says something along the lines of, have fun with that. Yeah. And then they turn and go. I laughed so, so hard. Yeah. My favorite thing is the same parking lot that the Vietnamese were Yes. Oh, was it? Yes. They, so when they showed up for their date, they probably were like, hey, you guys got to get over here real quick so we can film this other scene. Yeah. But um, I'm going to diagnose Tony as a nymphomaniac. Yes. Because he constantly is talking about Whoopi. Yes. And when Rod says he met a really attractive woman, he's like, well, are you going to sleep with her on the first date? Like, that's the first thing he says to Tony. So I'm like, okay, Nympho, <laughs> um, you and fake Yoko, <laughs> you go, go, do in, go do whatever it is you're going to do and just get out of here. Um, and so... That's why they only had like three or four scenes in the movie. <laughs> yes. And then I think it's right after this, we get the board meeting. Yeah. Um, so, Ryan, you want to talk about the board meeting? So, we're, I guess we just end up in this, like, classroom lecture hall. And, like, the owner's like, what a great job, team. We did so good. Like, the company is sold. And then we clap. <laughs> for, like, five minutes. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. We had, just... we had to get, like, a minute shot of everyone Yeah, clapping. we have to see each individual <laughs> yeah. clapping. It's like, let's get these three folks. Three people clapping. Oh, and then two of those three people plus a new person. Yeah, because like they would clap and then they would stop clapping. But then we would cut to the next people and like the clapping would start. They're still clapping. Yeah. (laughs) I think this was one of the scenes where they realized the movie was too short, and so they just kept like. They're like everyone just needs to clap. You all get a you get a clap. Imagine you're on Oprah. Like everyone is clapping. Also, how. I guess this board meeting is for literally everyone in the company if a salesman is sitting in on it. I would imagine so. I imagine this was like them. Well, and I think this was supposed to be like 
Silicon Valley tech startup. Which is something he, I think Rod says. He that does. He's in Silicon Valley. Yeah, he says it like kind of offhandedly at one point. So I think this was supposed to be like new techie mm-hmm. startup thing, but it did not, not come across at all. No. But I loved the boss. <laughs> oh, yes. Because then the boss, he, he legit says, We've sold a company. Good job, everyone. Everyone claps for five minutes, and then everyone gets a handshake. He shakes everyone's hand, so super nice guy. And then he talks with Rod, Rod for like three minutes, and he's like, "Congrats on the sales Get, and like all your hard work." Yeah, he's like, "What are you gonna do with all your money now?" Yeah, and then he's just like, "I don't really know." And then Tony, or I thought he like moved to Tony, and he's already got like a remote yeah. control. Yes. <laughs> And then he's like, dude, you need a Ferrari because if you want to get in a girl's pants, you need a Ferrari. Ferrari. Obviously. Obviously. And then Rod says something along the lines of like, I already have my Ferrari. Yeah, he's like, it's a Mustang. No, he was talking about his girl. Oh, (laughs) okay. Actually, maybe my sweet line in the whole movie. Yeah, Yeah. he was like, I've already got mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've already got my fake but I, I do love that his friend Tony was just driving a remote control car yes I was like dude where did you get that <laughs> you're at work you're yeah still you're still at work what are you doing so, here he just had it ready for the day they sold the company and so from then okay so this is the first 40 minutes of the movie is people living their lives and going to work three birds we've seen three birds all in one scene yes it's just people for birdemic. For birdemic, there are no birds. birds, and so not even talk about like the fear of the birds. No, that one like thirty second newscast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's like no like leading up to it. <laughs> we get a um five minutes of Rod and Nathalie going to some fall festival. Yeah. They go to a parade. They go to the beach. And at the beach, literally, you hear more wind than words because the wind drowns everything out. <laughs> so the, I think the beach was too short to yeah. film the yeah. walking scene because this is the only time we had cuts. And we cut to them being closer to like the wall and then walking forward. Yeah, yes. and we got like three or four different segments of them walking away from this wall. Yes. Yes, like it was so bad. And then we get our fourth bird. Yes. <laughs> it's this. Yeah. It's this. Like, was when I knew this movie, not movie, sorry, this thing <laughs> was going to be great. <laughs> Again, I laughed so hard at this scene because Rod voiced this dead, like, eagle. It was a yeah. bald eagle. <laughs> he pointed, he's like, Stop! <laughs> He's Don't like, touch it. It's dead. <laughs> and it is it's like the, the most, most mangled eagle. And it's all in the lowest, like, Microsoft Paint quality yes. graphics. It looks like someone ran over this bird. <laughs> and so then they stare at it, no talking, like three minutes. And then it pans over to um, something. Oh, something else I need to talk about at the beach. Natalie's hair was just in her blowing face over the her whole face. Time. I could tell she was frustrated but was trying to keep a smile because like literally every two seconds she's trying to pull it out of her face mm-hmm. but the wind just keeps blowing it in and that's all she's she's like trying to look at Rod 
but her hair is just covering her eyes. She is so dedicated to smiling in this movie. She is like she's always happy. Always happy. She is the only person in this movie that maybe should have gotten an award or something or a recognition, and it's just because she had to deal with everybody else in this movie. Well, we're gonna potentially learn more information about her role in this movie. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. In fact or fiction, that was fascinating. I'm so ready. (laughs) Um, And so from the beach. Um, Rod meets Nathalie's mom. They talk about... They use the word retirement like eight times because... Well, he's like, are you retired? Yes, I'm retired. How are you enjoying retirement? Retirement's really nice. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of, And then apparently Rod's taking, taking an, an early, early retirement. retirement. Yeah. But it's really not a retirement. It's like a sabbatical. Yeah, just because he has a whole bunch of money now. Yeah, but then he's like... Oh, I'm gonna retire soon. Oh, you're gonna retire? Yeah, I'm gonna retire. Retirement's nice. Like <laughs> the whole script like used retirement more than they used any other word. And through this whole part of Rod, Natalie, and the mom, we get these really weird like side panning shots across the mm-hmm. living room of like these circu- circle c- circular cir- circling. I don't know. Oh, circle. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just this arc camera path. The whole time. And we'll get to, like, a wall, I guess, and then they restart the whole arc. <laughs> it's abysmal. I mean, it just goes to show the quality of every other camera technique that they use. Ugh. And so, from there, they go to a pub. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this empty pub where there's, like, no one there. And we have, like, a music video? <laughs> I love the song. It's, like, just hanging with my family. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... They're like dancing like central, but he is the widest dancer. Yes. Like just arms just moving and yes. he's like a little shoulders. I wrote that down. I was like, he's standing in place, shuffles a little bit, and moves his arms out. And, and she she's tried so hard. She's she tried dancing. so hard. Yeah. Let's let's give credit where credit is due though. The guy lip syncing on stage. Yes, because I was like there's music and backup singing to this yeah. song, but he's it's the only person on stage. There's not even instruments on stage. It's just him. I like to imagine it was actually just a karaoke bar. And he's just up there doing karaoke. Oh. But uh, the song is basically just like, I'm hanging with my <laughs> Hanging with my family. <laughs> with There's some weird lines. At one point, some one of the people in the song starts dancing, and some pervy dude's looking at him, so grandma gets up and starts dancing, too. Yeah. It was... <laughs> but they're just having the time of their lives on the dance floor. This oh. guy on stage is having the time of his life. And this was, like, three or four minutes of this. Yes. Like, it's... Empty bar. The full song that I guess only has a chorus... Yeah. <laughs> um, ...is just all that we see for four minutes. Oh, my god! And then we go to... Um, Nathalie making Whoopi with Rod because they've had two dates so that means it's time for Whoopi. And this is where right before this she's like I really appreciate that you didn't want stuff like that. (laughs) And to him that was like the get out of jail free pass. He was like I've waited I'm not like other guys let's go. Yeah. (laughs) And then the funny thing is he pointed out like her feet were so dirty in that scene. Did you see that? (laughs) 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 They're laying in the bed and I guess they like pan downward we just cut to To see their legs. Yeah. Yeah. And she has the bottom of her foot is just black. (laughs) (laughs) Well they're in a hotel hotel room now yes. yeah because i guess they couldn't do it at either of their places of, like they're out of town trip okay is this the trip i, I guess I okay know. i have no idea i don't know either i i just i don't know so and first of all um why does nathalie get actual lingerie and yoke fake yoko doesn't 
Because I'm pretty sure it's real lingerie. It's not just a bikini that Nathalie well, wears. I love when they wake up in the morning. You know nothing happened because he's still wearing he's his still belt. Fully yeah. <laughs> nothing happened. Well, his way of dressing down was black wife beater, <laughs> pants, and a, a belt. belt. <laughs> while she goes down to her underwear. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and so they wake up in the morning to the sound of... Well, we see the birds before they wake up, right? Right, yeah. So, yeah, they do it. Well, they don't do it. They just lay on top of each other for a little and, bit. We pan yeah. down. And then it cuts to the Man. most fantastic 2002 photoshopped in bird <laughs> montage that I've ever watched. Yes. <laughs> There's birds exploding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, if a bird hits something, it, it blows explodes. Up. <laughs> and then there's just like like six that are just flying in the air. They don't know just anything. hovering. But and then one will swoop in out of the corner, hit a house, and just this little blows <laughs> up. And it makes like the cartoon sound of like <laughs> as it goes to hit into something. Let me see. Let me. T- it was terrible. But one of the funniest things. That I was so ever good. Watched. And legit, there were times where like it's just a picture of a building. Yeah. Like it's not even a no. actual footage. It's just the picture, and then it shows the birds <laughs> coming in, and that's how we see the hotel. It's just a picture of the hotel, and then the birds slowly come into view. I wish we had like the sound bite they used of the birds. <laughs> yeah. They used it for the like Every... almost throughout. The last uh, 30 minutes or whatever. It's they, the only sound of birds they use. I was so exhausted and like frustrated with that stupid sound. Because it's just like... <laughs> and that's all that we... Anytime birds are coming, birds are leaving, birds are sound. around. You get the sound over. That's over. the sound we get. Yeah. And so... Rod and Natalie wake up and they're like, what is that? And so they go over to the curtains in the hotel room. She pulls the curtain aside and you can just see one of the birds out. It's just one bird in the corner of the window and they freak and they're like, they're trying to break in. And so they put the mattress over half the window. And And they're like, safe. Oh my God. And they're like, oh, they're going away. And so then um, Natalie dresses up and they walk like two doors down to another hotel room and they knock on the door and people open. I'm guessing they were also there for whoopee time. It seemed like it. It's, it basically seemed that was the thing. And so then they're like, oh, come in. And then they're like, do you know what's going on? And they're like, no. And like, oh, there's birds. And they're like, we have a van. <laughs> I was say, apparently the birds stole Rod's, Rod's keys. I guess. Is I what, don't know. Because I don't know why they didn't go for the car. Well, he says something about, like, I don't have my keys anymore, but we don't know. I think he does say that, actually. Yeah. yeah. That sounds <laughs> so we're led to believe that the birds stole his keys. I love that. Despite the like, fact they never came into the room. Yeah. yeah. And they already have, like, military weapons. <laughs> yes. In the van. Ready to go. <laughs> well, we need to talk about the weapons they used before they reached the van. <laughs> Guys, if you ever have a bird apocalypse, get yourself a coat hanger. Because yeah. <laughs> apparently that's gonna suffice. Oh, because like they were the wire ones and they didn't even try to like unwind them Yeah, them bigger. They were what? like, cool, coat hangers. <laughs> so this is Ramsey and what was the girl's name? I, I can't remember. Becky? I think I it's think Becky. I think it was yeah. Becky. So this is where we meet Ramsey and Becky and Ramsey's like, we need weapons. And he walks into the closet and I thought he was gonna grab like the rod that everything hangs on. I was like, that'd be a good weapon, he but no. Hangers. He just grabs four wired coat hangers. And he's proud. He's like, <laughs> we'll use these. <laughs> and like they could have used pillows or 
anything. A lamp, a shoe. Anything. <laughs> and apparently this idea came from the director himself that they used the hangers uh, as weapons. Well, as this we've guy. established, he's not the brightest dude. No, not the sharpest tool in the shed. No. He was homeschooled K through twelve. <laughs> Honestly. And so they go out and they're like, oh, let's all like take, we'll walk in a pack and we'll like, two of us will look forward and two of us from behind <laughs> so we cover all angles. And they immediately do not do that. Bob yes. is never in the formation. No. <laughs> he is always way ahead of everyone. These bad fake birds have better formation than the people <laughs> do. And so they get over to the car and they're like, the birds are here. <laughs> and then the keys and the <laughs> they're like, I can't get the keys in the car. And they're like swatting at birds the whole time. And it's just the four of them standing in a little semicircle, just swatting at the air. And well, every legit, once in a while, a bird will come down. Yeah. It shows them actually like swiping through the birds. Yes. Like they, where the birds are, they swipe and not, the birds are just still there floating. The birds don't move the whole time. And we get a shot also of the keys and the keys slot. And it's just like... Becky seemed like, I can't get the keys in the car. And it's like just in the slot, just yeah. hanging, it's like jiggling a little bit. And oh I'm like, my oh my gosh, it's only going to get worse from here, people. And it did. It gets so much worse. <laughs> so they drive. And where do they go from here? Oh, first of all, they're driving with the windows down. Yeah. Shooting an SMG out the yeah, window. <laughs> One of them has a pistol. The other has like an automatic was, rifle. Yeah. And so they drive down an actual highway where actual cars are coming down. And then they pull off onto the side of the road where they're like, hey, look, there was an attack. And there's like three cars pulled over. Let's talk about how good the makeup was. The, the makeup, makeup was stellar. The makeup department had all $10,000. Yes. <laughs> because it, look, it looks like actual gashes. Mm -hmm. But also like the fact that they were scraped across their face kills. I think we need to establish that. Maybe you get one scrape on your face, dead. Maybe poison? I was thinking maybe the birds are toxic. But I will say, because later at one point, we get these random scratches on Ramsey and Rod. Yeah, where I'm like, where did those come from? Like, and they're, like, matching, too. Yeah, because <laughs> they look like this. They were just, like, like stickers just yeah. placed on the sides of his neck. And so they walk around the cars, and they're looking for anyone and they see like a little girl under a car they find a little boy inside one car all why is he in the trunk, trunk. yes because <laughs> <laughs> they don't even find him in just the regular no they, passenger they don't rod opens the no. trunk <laughs> yeah so i have a theory okay that they're not brother and sister even though we kind of established that no they're not I by any means the one no boy was getting kidnapped and like he, like the, well, if we're going to say they're brother and sister, then I'm going to say yes, he was getting kidnapped. Why was he in the trunk then? But otherwise, I'm going to say, like, maybe the dad saw the birds coming and was like, get in here, you'll be safe. Because the dad is at the trunk. And his window is also down. Yeah. All windows are down where I'm like, if there's something coming to attack you, don't roll your up. windows down. I'd rather just sweat a little bit in my car and... Yeah. So, Maybe yeah. turn the AC on. Also, don't pull over. Yeah. Keep on <laughs> driving. At like 70 miles an hour. I don't think the birds are going to catch you. Yeah. yeah. So all the parents are dead. And so they just take the kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't even ask their names. Just pick up the kids and run. And they run. Because birds are coming now. Mm -hmm. And did you guys see the special of, or the special effects they use for any time a gun shoots yes, yes. so there's it, like a, it leaves like a smoke thing at the yes end. there's like a little orange burst and then there's smoke 
And while they're shooting, apparently they're so accurate shooting these um, birds that are hundreds of feet up in the air that every now and again they shoot one bird and it falls and dies. They had the worst day. We counted it was what, 13 birds died in the whole movie? Oh, only only 13. They waste so So much much ammo. They never reloaded. Never. No, one time we ran out of bullets, but we never reloaded. And that's at the end of the movie. Yeah, this pistol had like 800 rounds in it. Yes, like where is John Wick? He needs this gun. (laughs) And so they kidnap the children, they run off, and again, kudos for makeup because the makeup actually looks really good. The makeup looks fantastic. And these child actors are not great. No, they're awful. They're better than the adult actors, but barely because you can't, it's harder to excuse bad child acting than it is adult adult. Yeah, they're learning from those adults. Yeah, yeah that was not good them. role models. No. And so they're like playing a like I don't even know, like some handhelds in the it's back seat. I was pretty sure it was, but I couldn't know for sure. And it's so it's been a long time since those have been not that long. I had a friend that had one in middle school. Well, this is back in twenty ten. Actually, it's a little longer than that, but we're gonna get back to that in factor fiction. And so, um so the child actors are terrible. And then they stop at a convenience store because the kids are hungry. And they're just like, I think it's already been hit up. because like, all been... the alcohol is still there. Yes. Yeah. Take the champagne. Yes, I'm like, take all of time. this crumb. Take <laughs> all of it. And Natalie at one point is holding a bottle. Puts it down. She puts it back on the Enjoy shelf. Enjoy the end of the world. I know. I'm <laughs> like, honey, you're going to need this. You've got children now. Take the alcohol. But no, she puts it back and runs <laughs> empty handed mm-hmm. to the car and so from there <laughs> they <laughs> pull over to eat where, and I'm like they go to a picnic area away from the yes. safe van and I'm like the, the every birds. time the every time you get out of the car guess what happens birds, birds show, up, show up stay in the car and then Rod and Natalie go on a nice romantic walk, and then they find a professor of birds. The ornithologist. The ornithologist scientist (laughs) um, who's standing on a bridge and had a face mask before it was cool. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) And so they talk to this guy who gives them the whole lowdown on everything that's happening with this bird demo. It's all about global warming. Uh, That's what it all comes down to. This is when we get the, the Save the Environment speech driven home. Because what there's something he's talking about. Um, oh, he apparently birds are dying because there's a bird flu. Yes. And then birds are attacking people at gas stations and people in cars yeah. because birds are tired of global warming and pollution. Well, no, it was because, because birds know what that is. It was because the krill were dying, which is what they so were they eating. Had so they had um, to find something else to eat, and apparently eyeballs are next on the menu. I swear he said they attack people specifically at gas stations. He may though. have. I may have My favorite thing is that he assumed all birds eat krill. Yeah, yes. no. <laughs> because we've had eagles, parakeets, yeah. <laughs> none of which eat krill. Yeah, I'm like parakeets like... don't even go to the ocean. Eagles don't even go to the yeah. ocean. Well, they do, but they don't eat like they don't krill. eat krill. <laughs> like, why do the only whales eat krill? 
Like, so did I. Finding Nemo taught me wrong. Okay. <laughs> That's where all my information comes from. Same. <laughs> Finding Nemo is, yeah. The source of most knowledge. <laughs> Agreed. And so the scientist is like, global warming is causing all of these animal diseases. And, and I'm like, no, really like, they're not. But it's okay. really like dramatic music and the mm-hmm. sun setting in the background. Mm-hmm. And, and then he says something about like other flus or something. Yeah. And so Listen. then he's like, I'm a scientist. And I'm an ornithologist. And I'm like, well, which are you? And so then he says something about the human species needs to stop acting like cowboys. Yes. And I'm just yes. like, yeah. well, what are you talking about? So he about? says that line, and then they're like, you should come with us. And he's like, I've got a little surprise for the birds that they can bring. And he pulls a pistol yes! out of his jacket right after the stop acting like cowboys. And then like, I'm like, you're an ornithologist. Do <laughs> Study birds. Don't shoot them. You can't kill your subjects. <laughs> You're out of a job, dude. And so then later on, they have to pull over to the side of the curb because Becky says she has to take a Shiite. Oh, yeah. She literally says that. Yeah. Well, not literally. She says the word, but not as Shiite. Yeah. And so then um, we get this strange yeah. <laughs> military dialogue between Ramses and... We have to establish why he's got weapons. Yeah, and he's like, I served in Afghanistan, and it just really messed me up. And he legit says, why can't we give peace a chance? <laughs> Which is total reference back to fake Yoko. Yeah. And so then Tony's like, I don't know. And so it shows Nathalie and Becky over in the field. So Nathalie's supposed to be like the like lookout for birds. Mm-hmm. She lets Becky die, yes. and then she shoots Shoot Becky, Becky. <laughs> to make sure the birds are dead. Look, because so Becky starts to squat, and immediately a bird attacks her. It was the funniest. <laughs> it was the best death scene. It was her death scene. But like Nathalie's like shoots nine rounds. <laughs> And misses! Like, every single one! Also, I just... This was the only moment where we actually get good bird movement because it swoops swoops in to scratch her and flies out. And it just gets her straight across the neck. Nathalie killed Becky. Yeah. (laughs) The eagle may have hurt Becky, but Nathalie did her. Killed her. (laughs) So then Nathalie runs back to the car... And she's she's just like, there's nothing I could do. (laughs) You could have not shot her. (laughs) (laughs) And so then Ramsey's like, no. And so he runs over to, I guess, make sure Becky is dead. Dead. Because then he comes back. I wish he would have seen all the bullet wounds and been like, (laughs) yes. "Mm." Oh, she is like in Velocipastor, there's nothing we can do. (laughs) And she's okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be okay. And She's s- fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we're fine. Yeah, not okay. <laughs> so at this point, birds are coming back again and around the van, and they're just unloading a bunch. And I asked, I was like, "Where is their ammo?" Because they've not unloaded. Yeah. They've never reloaded at all. Mm-hmm. And then we go over to a bus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the bus scene. <laughs> I love the people in the. Bus. I love the people in the bus because they're so the bus is being attacked by the eagles, and they go to help. And the people on the bus are like, no, we don't want to say. <laughs> They're like, do not come in. And what do they do? They, they come, come in. in. Well, it's like, don't push me out of the bus, but they're literally running off the yeah. bus. Yes. Oh, well, they're God. like, don't get us. And then Tony goes like over to one of them, and then they're just like, okay. And they get off the bus, <laughs> screaming. Yeah, he didn't like do anything inside the bus except walk up. 
tag all of them and they had to go back to base. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had to go back to base to be unfrozen yeah. for freeze time. There was one lady who was acting her heart out. Yes. Like, the older lady? Yes. 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 She was giving it 110. She did fantastic. And so they all get off the bus. They're turning, they're facing the bus, uh. and then they turn toward the camera. <laughs> all of them have been attacked. They're bleeding out. And they just all like fall down. Oh my god. <laughs> and I think Ramsey dies in this scene. Ramsey yeah. dies. Becky's already dead. And so then all the people they just saved. Also, the kids apparently had an off day because they are not in the scene. Yeah, they're not there. They're, they're not, not in the van. The they had school. <laughs> True, they had school. And so then it's just Natalie, Rod, and the kids, except we don't really see the kids. A good old happy family. Because earlier on we established that like they're both the perfect one for each other and they want to settle down with kids and mm -hmm. so this is them settling down with kids oh and then also at the bus we get bird vomit yes, yes. <laughs> apparently where they get covered in the yellow stuff oh yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know because it never know. happens again <laughs> and they get drenched in whatever this yellow liquid it is it was gross it was disgusting like i have a feeling the people on the bus thought they were like on a prank show or something <laughs> <laughs> or like they thought they won like a radio contest to be in a movie oh because they were acting really like the best they, they could. did no they, they did not win and Ooh. so from there, I think we get, we get a scene of birds exploding on impact somewhere. Yes, more birds hit I think it's at a gas station. One of them runs straight into a pump and <laughs> yes. uh, there's just a small fire. He's filling up his tank and then they see the birds start coming out. He throws down the thing and drives it's off. It's just rude. Yeah. Yes. The bird swoops in. It's the gas pump. And we get the same tiny little fire and explosion thing Yes. every other fire. And it's explosion. so amazing. And then a little down the road, they're pulled over by a cowboy. They, they pull or off. Or no, they stop for because him. Because he's outside of his car. Yeah, they pull off. He's a legit cowboy because he's wearing a hat. And then he's like, you have any gas? And they're like, sorry, we don't. We just pulled up. And it's $100 he's a like, gallon. give me your gas. Yeah. <laughs> he pulls out a gun and he's like, give it. And so he's like, we've got some in the trunk. And so he pulls out. Or you so wanna... my thing is like, it's $100 a gallon. Did he fill up his whole tank? Because then like, he also had that thing in the back. Like, yeah. We didn't ever stop him filling that mm -mm. up or established he had it. Mm -mm. So like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's movie magic. <laughs> and you have too much faith in the director. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, did you know James Nguyen directed this? <laughs> so, then um, Roadside Cowboy gets the... Uh, gallon of gas and then another great bird swoops <laughs> in because a bird swoops in and cuts open his throat <laughs> and then Natalie's like Rod run they didn't take the gas or they it he had a gun yes Ugh. and so he left this probably several like over a grand worth of gas yeah um just left it there and they go and then I think they... And we watched them go the whole way. Oh, we watched them the disappear whole... completely. <laughs> this is where my brain died. Yeah, she curled up at this point and said, I'm done. I can't done. watch anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I paused at this moment and had a... Well, like, I this is probably 60 minutes in. Yeah. We've been talking about this for a little over an hour. Because oh there's just so God. much to talk about. <laughs> But we're 16 minutes There's so seven. much left. There's still so much. We haven't so even much. made it to the woods yet. We yeah. haven't made it to the woods. I don't know what else happens after this because I She was done died. at this point. Well, I, 
I think next, let me check my notes. Next is when they see their friend. Yeah, oh no, they car. see the woods. They go to the oh, woods. Oh, the first. woods next? Okay. So they go to the woods and they see this man with the most beautiful <laughs> weave. The most beautiful wig. It's the most beautiful ponytail weave I've seen in my life. And he lives in a tree house. Which was the worst it Photoshop the I've ever seen. It was just this, like, house and they just photoshop him <laughs> next to a tree <laughs> and literally he says like oh i can never hurt the trees they're my friends and i'm like you, you live wood. in a tree house <laughs> it's made out of wood how can you explain oh this he is the coolest guy <laughs> and he explains to them he's like no like the birds won't attack you here yeah and he's like uh trying to talk to them and they're like well why don't you come with us and he's like no i need to help my tree friends i need to stay here and protect the trees and then we get probably <laughs> the best line in the entire movie you just hear a really low growl and then <laughs> i hear a mountain lion i better go <laughs> no worry and no stress he just... meanders back to his house and they all run away it's like oh i'm late for dinner i better go <laughs> and so then they're like and then oh, Rod and Natalie and the kids, they run because there's a forest fire. And it's the same fire animation from everything else. Literally, it's like we get like 20 trees. Three of them have branches that are on fire. <laughs> One branch per tree on fire. <laughs> is, it, like, it's this huge little fire with like smoke pouring out of it. But it's like the size of a leaf. Yeah. <laughs> on like three out of 20 trees and then like a little shrubbery on the ground. It was the most majestic thing I've ever seen. And then we get the biggest commitment to acting as they run out of the woods. They are coughing like they are asthmatic. It was the first actual acting in the whole thing. Because all of them are coughing. They're giving it 100% in this moment. Mm -hmm. And it, they're in the car driving away and you can still hear Rob coughing. Yeah, it was pretty okay at that moment. And so at this point, we get like a, an instrumental rendition of the song Imagine yes. by John Lennon. Not completely Imagine. Because no. like the melody is there, but then it changes. You and I'm like, you could have sung Imagine to it, but it only would have worked like 90%. And I'm like, they definitely couldn't get the rights. <laughs> of course. Or they just refused to pay for the rights with their bounced check. <laughs> and so they were just like, we're going to do our own rendition of Imagine because you just need to give peace a chance. And so they pull over because they're legit like, is that fake Yoko? They see Ray's car. <laughs> We've been driving for days, but no, no, that's no. fake Yoko. We see her house. Which is a lighthouse. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, she lives here. Yeah, Nathalie's like, that's my, uh, that's fake Yoko's yeah. house. And they're like, but that's fake Yoko's car. And we're still like a mile from the place. And so I guess they didn't make it back before they got attacked. Also, does fake Yoko live like three days of driving <laughs> away? Apparently. So, I, I guess um, Tony has to drive a lot to see his way. That's, that's why, they, why go they go to a hotel. That's why they go to a hotel. Because they meet there. Okay. Things are starting to click. <laughs> We're only, like, almost done with the movie, and it's starting to click. <laughs> so they go over. Windows are down in the car. Put again. Put windows up. So I, that is the biggest gap of lock. There's so much missing in this movie, but to me, that's the biggest gap of logic. <laughs> I like to imagine that a bird, like, swooped in through the driver's side window, 
slit fake Yoko's throat, got Tony's throat, and then swooped out the other side window and just kept going. Totally fine. <laughs> he was unfa- the bird was unfazed. Yeah, the bird like, is just... Just another day's work. <laughs> doing the Lord's work. Just doing what I gotta do. Filling the mission field. And so... Hit my quota. <laughs> and so, um, they get out of the car, and Nathalie is upset about fake Yoko, but Rod says literally nothing He's about time. He doesn't care. And Nathalie, like, cries a little bit while we get this, like, off... It's no longer the Imagine Mute, or I think it still is Imagine. I don't remember And this fake Yoko is still wearing her gift piece of yeah, she shirt, did which up. she wore to date night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... She's committed to she is, piece of chance. I mean, she's really taken on Yoko's persona. Maybe she's Yoko's daughter. Ooh. Oh, maybe she's Maya Ono. Yeah. Or my oh no, my or, I, I don't know what her name is. <laughs> she's, she's fake Yoko, and so from there they just decide to chill at the beach. Yeah. After they find a fishing rod. Yeah, that just was in the back of the and car. And the stove. Yeah. I he, love it. He and also they so use ADR in this moment, and ADR is when like they don't use the original audio from a scene. Oh, they do, yeah. Like they go into a booth and re-record it. Because he's not facing, so you can't see his face, but the audio is so clear. Yeah. He's like, I found a stove. I can cook on it. It was the best because they're like, we're hungry. And he's like, I'll just go look in the back. And he just pulls out a full fishing pole and a full stove and is like, this is fine. And then we have ADR from Nathalie because she's like, that's great. Yeah. And so they get to the beach. Natalie tells the kids to look for seaweed to yeah. eat. And then the boy says, seaweed's great. And he, like, talks about, like, how awesome it is and stuff. Yeah. And then Rod goes off and fishes. The kids are playing with Natalie. And then we get Rod from, like, a mile away. I caught a fish! With no bait. With no bait. No bait, but he caught a fish. And oh. then the kids have their seaweed. They cook. ate it. They cook all the stuff in water on the stove. Yeah, it looked It looked gut-wrenching. Yeah. <laughs> and Nathalie is so trying to sell this seaweed. She's just like, <laughs> just eat it, you'll love it. <laughs> it's like, I want a Happy Meal. Yeah, that's legit. What they legit ask for a they Happy Meal. They both like, I want a Happy Meal. And which I was in right now, and then I was like, you know what? Fries sound really good. Fries, dude, fries, McDonald's fries. Sound amazing right Not now. Not sponsored, but please. <laughs> we just bring us some fries to McDonald's. And so they're like, no, we don't want any uh, seaweed. And so then birds come. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to syn- synopsize the ending real quick because I'm done with this. Yeah. Whatever this was. Birds come. They go to the car. They're out of ammo. The car shakes a lot for yeah. some reason. Like, I was wondering, is birds there an it, maybe? I don't know because the kids are moving from like side yeah. to side. Um, they're out of ammo, and then the birds leave, leave, and then they walk down to the beach to stare at the ocean. Nathalie says, "Why did they leave?" And no one no says, one says anything. anything. And then we awkwardly watch them stand on the beach for about twenty-seven minutes. <laughs> and the credit, and yeah, like there, we don't even see their face. No. Their back is to us, looking at the ocean. We just have like bad garage band music and the sound of the wind, and then just. James Wynn's voice or name fifty times. <laughs> yes, in the credits, and that is Bird's Eye Mac. It's over. Thank oh, goodness, nice. <laughs> it's finally over. Um, so anything we 
didn't cover Ugh, before we go so for much break. we didn't cover i mean because there's just so much you can't put it in words <laughs> i mean it would take hours to go detail by detail about everything wrong with this because oh. everything is wrong with this for a movie called birdemic about Shock birds care. doing stuff there is a lot of terror there was on a lot the viewer yeah <laughs> there was a lot of shock the real terror was shock watching it Crappy birds, like they literally could use stuffed animal birds, and I would have liked it. Oh well, my gosh, it would have so been amazing. We were talking about Velocipaster, like his T Rex costume yes. was terrible, yes, but it was so much better than, than whatever this was. <laughs> they could have legit gotten like a string and, and just hung it in front, of like they could have shown the thing, the pole holding it, yes. and I wouldn't have been bothered. It would have been better, it would have been hilarious, it would have made the Whatever this was, not so. It would have made it a good, bad, whatever it is. Yes, I wanted like stuffed birds and like styrofoam birds, but no. Unfortunately, no, we no. can't afford that. And so from there, um, I think we're going to go for break. So okay. everyone stay tuned. We've got an amazing segment of Fact or Fiction <laughs> and all sides coming to you. Welcome back. Um, for spooky season for our Halloween series of scary movies, we were just doing um, double the amount of all sides, but there is so much on IMDb about this movie that I could not let it pass. <laughs> um, so we are going to do a segment of fact or fiction to figure out the real behind the scenes work of this movie. So competition. Um, did you win last time, John? I've never won. Okay, so Brian's our, <laughs> Brian is our leading champ. Um, I think we tied once and then she won the other time. Okay, so stakes are high. Yes. Uh, we want to win for John. Yes. Uh, and Brian wants to keep her reign going. <laughs> I'm not picking sides. Uh, I'm just saying stakes are high for everyone. Okay, you're so. Just in, you're just instigating. <laughs> I'm instigating. All right, fact or fiction number one. All of the credits are real. I'm going to say fiction. I'm sure he lied just to make it look better. I'll say fact. Almost all of the credits are fake. Yes! <laughs> because there's like a bunch of crazy names in the beginning, and it says he put them in there to seem professional. That's right, yeah. I figured it was just him throwing stuff in. Yeah, to... that's the Nguyen way. <laughs> so, all right, so John is a point. Whitney Moore, a.k.a. Nathalie, took over the job as makeup artist after the first two makeup artists quit after two weeks of filming. Fact. Fact. Just because we know one check bounced, so their paycheck probably bounced too. Fact. <laughs> so, not only was she the main actress, she was the makeup artist for she everyone. She did great. Yeah. So she was the real star. Wait, wait, no. Maybe it was the two people did, like, when they meet everybody on the side of the road, and then she was the one that put the marks on their necks. I have hope for her. <laughs> okay. There's a shot. She probably had, like, a brown sharpie, and she's like, here we go. <laughs> All right. When advertising the movie... There was a van with the movie title incorrectly written on it as Bird Remick. <laughs> Fact. I, I'm fiction, because I do believe there actually was a van, but I don't think it was wrong. I think it had a whole bunch of birds on it. Fact. No! <laughs> so there was a van advertising this movie with Bird Remick written on the side. I, say, I knew there was a van that was used to advertise this, because I yes. remember that, but... There was something else about the van. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Creepy. Yes. <laughs> okay. This movie took two years to make. Fiction. I hope that's not true, but I have no faith in them. So fact. This movie took 
four years to me. Holy moly. Yeah. It's insane because, so that means like they filmed this in 2006 (laughs) and it wasn't released (laughs) until 2010. So the actors were like in limbo of what's happened to this project. I would just like to say that it started out with a flip phone and then we also had an iPhone at one point. We did? Who had an iPhone? I think, didn't the one dude have one or at least like a smartphone? He had a Blackberry. Rod did. Close enough. <laughs> that was of the time. Blackberries yeah, were yeah, of I the know. time. But even still, the fact that that took four years to make. Um, and it still turned out awful. the way it did. Yeah, no excuse. Whitney Moore, aka Nathalie, auditioned for her role in a high school parking lot. True. Fact. Fact sorry. Fact. <laughs> uh, so she auditioned Fact. for her role in a parking lot. Uh, the bulk of craft services for this movie was provided by 7 Eleven. Fiction. That's such a weird thing to say. It was James's mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say you said fiction. I said fiction. I'll say fiction. I don't believe that. It's fact. Seven <laughs> Eleven provided the craft services for this movie. Oh my gosh. The van used in this movie was three hundred dollars of the budget. Fiction. It was the whole budget. <laughs> <laughs> fact. No. <laughs> the this van cost them three hundred dollars. <laughs> also, a, something I didn't include. Um, the actor for Rod rented the Mustang himself for this movie. I was going to say most of the budget probably went to the gas it took to drive around for all the scenes. Mm-hmm. And then also, like... Did he rent it the whole four years? Hopefully they just... Oh my him. gosh, what if? <laughs> I mean, it probably took a year just to film everything. Just they the way they moved. The Mustang in the end. Oh. Oh, that's, that's a good point because they couldn't afford yeah. it anymore. He got tired of renting it, so they took that's the why they I lost find the his keys. keys. The rental company took it back. All right, well, so she Ryan wins. Ryan continues undefeated. I have too much fun with this segment. <laughs> I, mean, I was reading this and I was dying because I'm like, this is blowing me away. I still loved when we pulled out the budget and we saw ten thousand dollars. I was like, oh my word. I was shocked they managed to get that much money yeah also little psa so the there's a podcast i listened to about bad movies they covered the velocipaster two weeks ago hey it was we subpar. did it, first. it was very subpar to what we did because they did not cover things nearly as well as we did but apparently that $35,000 budget they had for that movie was raised by the director's mom's friends oh that's <laughs> nice. i just wanted to let it you guys know to a Fantastic cause. And strictly to renting the park. <laughs> the park that everything was shot. The park, in. fake blood, and costume. <laughs> no, that costume was ten bucks. <laughs> and apparently, the sequel has like a two million dollar budget. It deserves I hope it's it. It's the same dinosaur costume. Oh, uh, if they upgrade down. the costume, I would be so mad. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be the same one. They can't do that. No. To us. Um, but yeah, so that's our segment of Factor Fiction. Nice. And now it's time for, I think, all of our favorite segment. <laughs> all Sides. Uh, all Sides. Uh, the segment dedicated to one, two, three, four, and five-star reviews from the best critics around. That's right. We're talking about Amazon reviews. Not sponsored. Uh, and, uh, not sponsored, but also we love you. Um, and so as part of our spooky season, we're doing double the amount of reviews for this movie. Because uh, some of them are spooky. Because some of them are super spooky and we just need to read them. Um, so 
I'll do the one stars because the first one star is really long. Actually, there are three one stars Go because there's only one two star because there were not a lot of two stars. No. <laughs> but do you guys want to guess what percentage of reviews are five stars for this movie? 40%. 27. 82. What? I know. <laughs> it's insane. Um, but it definitely oh. doesn't deserve any of that. No. But um, so yeah, that's that. Okay. <laughs> so our... First review is, so bad it has to be seen to be believed by Hostile 17. Wow, there is nothing good about this movie. Excruciatingly bad dialogue, unfathomable acting, editing that a six-year-old could have done better, special effects that are only special in the way of special ed classes. But that said, it must be watched. I could not take my eyes away from the TV. Just when I thought it couldn't get worse, it did. There is a subtle, environmental message in the movie. Subtle like using a stick of dynamite to unclog a toilet. <laughs> why, oh, why is there no Mystery Science Theater 3000 anymore? Oh my god. That, I love that. That was an amazing review. That was a great review. Alright, this one star uh, review might be the best I've ever read. Um, I Loved Every Second by K.A.Q. Reasons I Loved This Movie. Getting scratched on the face is a fatal injury. <laughs> a character says, in all seriousness, I hear a mountain lion. I'm about to go. <laughs> its message is a profoundly confused ecological sermon, and from beginning to end is anything but subtle. All of the fatal scratch injuries look like vajayjays made of Play-Doh. Exploding killer birds, you guys. Forest fires consist of a few burning branches. Traffic continues as normal, even though the wise forest hippie says the birds are only attacking people in their cars or at gas stations. Some more brilliant dialogue. Oh, look, a fishing rod. Maybe I can catch a fish. Oh, look, a stove. We can cook it. <laughs> Global warming causes bird flu and SARS. The bold choice of recording all sound for the film with what looks like a circa 1970s tape recorder. <laughs> the unnatural, awkward first date dialogue that everyone in the movie uses throughout with... I don't know what that is. Pauses between each line. There is zero explanation of why the birds attack or why they stop. The painfully long and awkward final scene in which the survivor, survivors stare out at the dozen or so birds flying away over the ocean and the birds make no progress at all. <laughs> but by far, <laughs> my favorite aspect of the movie is the digital effects, which completely speak for themselves. <laughs> they highlighted pretty much everything that needs to be said about this movie. That review was perfect. It was fantastic. <laughs> I think oh they really God. captured what the movie was. Oh, yeah. 100%. And now our final one-star review. Um, get this movie for the Rift Tracks by Matthew. Wow, if you want to see a bad movie, it doesn't get better than this. There is no real script. It's just a ripoff of dozens of other movies and TV show. The, F the sound effects are worse than those in the almost 50-year-old movie The Birds, one of the movies it rips off. Think about that for a second. There are no actors in this thing, just friends of the director giving the worst line reads you will ever see. Don't even get me started on the sound. If you held the cheapest mic you could find in Walmart underwater, you would get a better recording of sound than this movie has. This movie is the worst thing I've ever seen. Plan 9, The Room, and Manos look like Citizen Kane compared to this garbage. One thing I will say is that the disc pack is... The disc is packed with extras. If you want to know how the worst movie ever made was made, you can find out. Only get this movie if you want a good laugh and or you are getting the riff tracks. Oh um, 
So a lot of that was a common theme. Apparently, this riff tracks thing shows behind the scenes of the entire film. <laughs> Not that it's a film. Um, so a lot of people mentioned that if you watch this, you have to watch this as well. Mm. Um, and also, all of these reviews are word for word copy and pasted from the site, so if they sound like crap, they are. Um, <laughs> would you like to read our? Oh no, I read the two star review by accident. There were only two one star reviews. Maybe it's shut in that has three. Oh, it's fine. Okay. I'll read the. All right, three okay. Or, so I'll you read can this. read the three star review. Oh, I can just read uh, the there, one two star. Oh no, there's only one two star. Oh, I got um, you. Okay, I see. So wait, there is only one two star. There's two one stars. Oh no, there were three. Oh wait, no, I skipped over one of the one stars. Okay. No, go for so it. the Rift Tracks one was a two star review. Okay. The one the third one star review is super short. It's I lost friends over this by being <laughs> <laughs> I got banned from bringing movies over and we watched some terrible movies. Big crap. So that was that. <laughs> um which I feel like if you suggest friends if, watch this, you would lose friends. If somebody brought this to me and was like, This is a great movie, I would no longer be friends well, with Well, I'm surprised you guys still want to be friends with me. Like, this was on the premise of a bad movie podcast. So yeah. like <laughs> not like I think this movie deserves an Oscar. Check it out. Um, but John, would you like to read our three-star reviews? I They're can. a little lengthy, Woo. just a heads up. Yeah. There's a lot to discuss with this Oh, movie. I mean, there's so much. The reviews <laughs> need to reflect that. All right. Strangely Entertaining by Timothy Callahan. Like most, I realize this is a bad movie. I've seen bad movies. I've seen lots of bad movies. I've seen lots of amateur movies, mostly on Netflix, which seems to have them stockpiled with bad lighting, bad sound, bad acting, all the things that this movie has, and I've turned them off after 10 minutes or so. I believe that good movies have an X factor to them. Something about a movie, someti sometimes simply for me, sometimes... Something about a movie, sometimes simply me for reasons I don't understand. Okay, I'm glad I thought I had a stroke, but it was him. Um, movies I know I should hate because of the cliches, always. Sometimes that make no sense when viewed objectively. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Love that movie. Mm. Movies that most people hate, Atonement, I will sometimes love. It's like, I just get what the filmmaker was trying to do, and I agree with it 100%. I never thought there would be a bad movie version of that until I watched Birdemic. This was a bad movie, and yet the badness grabbed in a way that I really can't explain or even try to understand. After listening to the podcast, How Did This Get Made, which had me laughing so hard I was having a hard time driving, I had to see the movie, and when I did, I was thankful I did. It actually gave me an insight into myself, made me see something inside me I had never known existed before. It taught me that I can watch bad movies and still find them enjoyable. So the movie made him a better person? Apparently. But not a better writer. No. Um, <laughs> That's... Like That's almost as bad as Sleepover Review. I love it's like, that review. This movie is triple dog. <laughs> um, triple dog. <laughs> but, Something um, about a movie sometimes simply me for reasons I don't know. Okay, whatever. All right. Sometimes me stroke die right <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, heart attack. I'm back. <laughs> All right, oh in gosh. our other three-star review. Um, the best worst film I've ever seen by Sebastian Canino. This movie speaks for itself in how awful it is in legitimately every single way imaginable. It has horrible cinematography, awful acting, pathetic visual effects, god-awful sound editing. This could be the worst movie ever made, and I love every minute of it. It's one thing for a movie to fail miserably and become one of the worst things ever and rightfully receive the ridicule and panning from audiences and critics. And then there's movies that fail miserably but manage to put a smile on your face with how laughably terrible it is. 
As a film critic, this movie is 0 out of 10 material. But if you're looking for a film to watch and make fun of and joke around with by yourself or a couple of friends over a couple of beers, this is the film for you. Watch Velocipaster. I would much rather... Yeah, Velocipaster <laughs> is good, bad. This is Cause, bad, Like, bad. I get what he's saying. There is something to love about a bad film. Yeah. This but wasn't you, one of them. No. I literally had to stop watching it. Yeah, I watched <laughs> so this movie in four spurts because oh. I could not watch it for all that long. <laughs> um, Brian, would you like to read our four-star reviews, please? Yes, the first one says, I mean, it's the worst movie ever made, but they sure be expected. <laughs> by Mary Kate. <laughs> this movie is completely ridiculous, but that is why it's good. It has terrible special effects and acting. It's really just plain amazing how bad some movies can be. I appreciate the art of failure here. Okay. All right. Okay, yeah. Mary Kate. I, I agree. The next one is four stars by Blue. Beautiful and terrible. Everyone was cringing. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. It's not beautiful though. I, I, don't the, I don't know. The birds were beautiful. Maybe the parakeets and maybe the exploding birds. The exploding, the exploding birds. birds were beautiful. <laughs> I give that. I give that a round of applause. All right. Our five star reviews. Talon's 22nd film review, and there was a video to accompany this, which I didn't watch because he looked like a weirdo. Oh. Um, by, and this is only part of the review because it was really long. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Talon Conrath. My third time seeing it is just as priceless as the first. There's life before Birdemic and life after it. Life is definitely better after seeing it. Even me describing it detail by detail isn't going to help you visualize the true amazingness the movie really is. Alfred Hitchcock who? James Nguyen has some sort of special mind-blowing power. He turned $10,000 into something worth millions, billions, maybe even zillions. Who knows? Anyone hating on this movie isn't a movie lover. They're simply a hater. They don't understand the true thought, the intelligence, the brilliant writing behind it. Was this a 10-year-old? No, he was a grown man. I guess we're all just haters. <laughs> we're in middle so. school and we're haters. We're haters. Uh, and then uh, five stars, good movie by Wilma. This movie was a gift for my son on his birthday. He really loves weird and offbeat movie. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, That's Wilma. Yeah. I, if somebody gave me this movie as a gift, I would think they hated me. I would write them out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Considering they probably got that like the five dollar bin at Walmart and just said there five dollar. There are great movies in the five dollar. There, there are. are. Great this does not belong there. No. Absolutely. This is like one dollar bin at Goodwill. This is at Goodwill. This is a somebody bought this full price and was like, oh my word. I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> my credit card company about called me about this purchase. <laughs> um, but so of all the movies we've seen, worst. where would you put the second worst? Second. If you say two. Ghost Rider, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> First worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely the worst we've ever done. I do not recommend anyone watches this because it is a complete waste of time. I would say look up like when the birds first appear. I mean just, watch for five seconds for birds. Just so you can understand how bad it was. I will say if you're failing a college project and you feel really bad about it and like the movie <laughs> area, watch this and know you're okay. Yeah, if you need a boost about your self-esteem and that you can get things done watch five minutes of this and you will be reminded you were capable and remember that this guy was proud of it oh my gosh james oh. Nguyen, no but um so yeah this is what this i think this is a hands down worst thing we've ever Absolute seen worst. probably worst thing we will ever see unless i hope so we watch Another super james. babies or, <laughs> or 
Or unless we watch Birdemic 2. Or give Mr. Nobody a second chance. Uh, <laughs> watch Mr. Nobody. No comment. Um, <laughs> all right, time for closing announcements. Thanks for tuning in to the Roast and Toast podcast. If you noticed anything in the movie that we didn't cover, or if you'd like to suggest a movie for us, you can reach us at roastandtoastpodcast at gmail.com, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a reading and review. New episodes drop every other Tuesday, except for Halloween month. It's every Tuesday. Tune in next time when we dig into the thriller Shut In, starring Naomi Watts. I'm Jordan. I'm John. And I'm Ryan. And thanks for listening. Stay good, everybody.